Welcome, welcome, welcome to Ball Court. I am Coach Drew. This is the world of basketball. I am coming to you from my safe location, quarantined with my family. And let me tell you, the world of basketball has been kind of an eerie place without live games being played. But it gave me some time to catch up on some old games, and I really got to get the feel of it. As a matter of fact, there was one oldie but goodie that took place at this time, and we're going to even talk about that later. But I want to dive into some things that's been happening right now in the NBA, in the world of basketball on a whole, and everything. Yes, just because we are right now getting away from the pandemic, trying to maintain ourselves healthy, it does not mean the game that we love has stopped. Let me tell you. Yes, Adam Silver actually said that the NBA possibly can permanently shift that schedule. And, and, and yes, you heard me correct. He said that there is a possibility that we might be permanently switching that schedule. See, the thing is, now with the NBA exactly where it is at this moment in time, with it being on hiatus, there is a good chance that we might not be able to see a playoff in a great magnitude until August. Now, it's easy to envision that we're going to be pushing those playoffs into August and actually having something going. Going Now, if that is the case and it does go into August, at that point, it does make things a little bit crazy and a little bit sketchy as far as saying, hey, you know what? We're going to go ahead and um, start the season right away. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get the drafts going. We're going to get free agency going and get the season started right away. There's going to be no rest time. And trust me, I know some of the elite athletes, they usually play for their countries during the summer. But still, even with going into August, that diminishes the rest time greatly. And that is something that they want to take a look at. Now, in Adam Silver's exact words, when we take a look at it, he said, possibly, those things were always, were always talking about. Meaning them out of the league. Whether they're executives at your company at ESPN, or at Warner Media, together with our regional sports networks, I will say what the conventional television calendar has changed so much since this has taken place. So, hands down, there he could, you could clearly hear that it is up for an option that things may be different going forward. Either way, I'm still hungry for the NBA, and when it comes back, I will be able to get big dosages of it. So I'm happy, Adam. Just make sure everybody's healthy. Make sure everything is safe on that return. Also talking about the NBA, I also want to let you know that they are actually taking extra precautions, making sure that all the venues were cleaned and sanitized, and it's going to get back to it soon. Get back to things soon. Yes, yes. But Ice Cube and the masterminds over there at the Big Three, let me tell you, they're trying to do some different things. And what I mean by different things, they're talking about holding a quarantine tournament in April. Yes, you heard me correct. Ice Cube is trying to bring us basketball back as soon as April. See, the Big Three is working on plans to actually launch a league, like a reality-type show. 
where it's going to be, uh, everything is going to be quarantined. It's going to be a three-on-three tournament, and everybody goes hard at it. It's something that I, myself, am hungry for, especially since in April, April 6th, was supposed to be the time that my daughter played the three-on-three Junior NBA National Championships, and that got postponed. So if I could see some great three-on-three playing at a high level in April, I would be so happy. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I would be fully content. I'm not saying that my belly will be full of basketball, but just a little sliver, just a little taste. I think it will hold me over in these times of rations. So that is something that I definitely want to go ahead and look upon. I'm hoping that these things, um, these things come to fruition because I know that uh, him and Jeff, uh, Jeff Kowatnitz, the league's founders, they actually have, have had discussions with TV networks and possibly about possibly broadcasting this tournament and this reality show. Now, we want to maintain that it's going to be at a safe level. So there's a lot of things up in the air about how it's going to be done, how they're going to find a guaranteed quarantine location to pull this off. But it's something that is promising. and It's something that I want to look forward to. As a matter of fact, I'm still kind of excited. I'm actually pretty excited just to even hear the news that there could be a possibility that we're going to be getting basketball as soon as April. But rest assured that we are going to be taking our time and making sure that we get this correct. I want to take a break for a moment. You know, saying we're gonna we're gonna ease back into this. We're not gonna rush back into this. We're gonna ease back into this. I, I want to thank y'all for being with me right now and hanging out with me. Stay with me right here on Ball Court. This is the world of basketball, and I'm your guy, Coach Drew. Yes, we are back. I am Coach Drew. This is Ball Court, the world of basketball. And we have to talk about how this new uh, pandemic and the travel bans that has been issued by this pandemic, how it's affecting the ladies. Because if we, we all know that, yes, even though we are approach, was approaching the end of the NBA season, we were actually on the offseason for the WNBA. During the offseason, what these ladies tend to do, they do play overseas. And I'm talking about some great basketball. We have a majority of these women actually playing overseas. Some of the greatest names, such like Brittany Griner playing in Russia. These are the things that we, we look at and be like, man, how is this affecting them? But the travel ban is actually, is, how should I put it? It's making things very d- difficult for them. A lot of them are over there in Europe and cannot come back home due to this uh, travel ban that has been issued. Some people are like, uh, some players for like Washington Mystics, Emma Messerman, decides to actually skip the 2020 season here in the United States because of the virus outbreak in the USA. And so she wants to take stock of her options after the Tokyo Olympics. So she's going to remain outside of the country as a whole. But we have ladies that are actually still outside that, want, uh, that are wanting to get back in. You know, we have, uh, as a matter of fact, when we really take a look at it, like the, uh, the Washington Mystics team on a whole, when we really take a look, there's a lot of them 
that are out there. We have uh, Misha Hines Allen that may not be able to return to the United States from Korea. At least she may not be able to return immediately. And we all know how the uh, virus outbreak has actually taken place in Korea. So this is something that we definitely want to monitor. So this could actually affect not just the overall of, uh, you know, one or two teams that are going to be financially, you know, hurt by this. This could actually affect a lot of different people. And these are their lives we're talking about. This is not just, not just on a basketball scale. So this is something that we, always, we want to keep abreast of. We want to make sure that we're watching it. Make sure that we make sure that these are the we're getting all the right information because it is a kind of a scary time right now, you know. Now it's not clear. I just want to let you know it's not clear how what the exact number of the WNBA players that spent the offseason playing professional teams overseas, but the shutdown is has made it tough for them to get back. You know, the Euro League and Euro Cup was actually suspended play actually just Friday, you know, so these are things that we are looking at right now is uh, hopefully, you know, we'll get past the pandemic soon and it, it will be moving on to bigger and brighter things. And speaking of bigger and brighter things, I have to, I would be remiss if I'm not speaking about the, uh, the person, the, 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 the person who's actually been a shining beacon of basketball and a basketball hope throughout what has been a rough 2020, or a rough 2027. I'm talking about Sue Unescu. Yes, the shining star from Oregon that has been lighting things up. She actually bid farewell to her final college season that was had ended abruptly due to the uh, virus and the canceling of the NC2As. So I understand it wasn't the type of ending that we wanted, but we understand what she wanted to do I definitely feel she was in somewhat able to accomplish. Let's break it down. Remember, Sue Ionesco was projected last year to go number one in the in the draft, which would have landed her right here in Vegas, and we would have loved it. But she decided to stay one more year and give Oregon exactly what they needed. Now, in the time that everybody in the country was actually hurting, and in mourning for the loss of Kobe Jellybean Bryant, she gave us the powerful words that we needed. And on the same day of giving us those powerful words that was able to strengthen us, she was able to give a Kobe-like performance at, at a later, later on that evening to give us that one last glimpse of what we was missing with the Black Mamba being gone. So... To say that she did not get to end the season exactly the way she wanted to, yes, that is true. But the way her season ended clearly marked something that has been powerful. Or the way that last season was has been something that has been very powerful for the game of basketball, for men and women alike. So I definitely salute her. Now, guess what? For the second time, two years in a row, she's now projected once again to go as the number one in the WNBA draft. And hands down, she would have been the best player to play the game until Gigi arrived. But now she will be the best player to ever possibly play the game. I do believe so. I think she's coming for you, Diana Taurasi. She's playing with Gigi on her shoulders. 
just like every other male and female basketball player out there playing. I salute you, Sue. Keep on doing your thing. Keep it up. Keep it up. But speaking about the world of basketball, I want to go ahead and speak about this on a, on a global scale at this moment because I'm about to shine a little bit of hope on you because I know that everybody's locked in and they're quarantined and they're nervous and they're scared about the future, but we're going to shine some hope. Here goes some hope. Jeremy Lin and Lance Stevenson are among the Americans that are returning back to China for the CBA. I know what you're thinking to yourself. And when I mean CBA, I'm not speaking about contracts and stuff. I'm talking about the CBA, the Chinese Basketball Association. All right? Now, I know you're thinking, why is this a bright side? What makes this the bright side? Let me go ahead and tell you what makes this the bright side. January, the Chinese Basketball Association actually stopped play, canceled the rest of their season to go ahead for this outbreak. To help you know prevent the outbreak and stop the outbreak there. They stayed inside, they quarantined themselves, and now they are re-emerging and basketball is back in China. So that's a positive viewpoint for us. That guess what? Basketball could be coming back shortly. All we have to do is just follow the rules, do, do what is told, stay quarantined, you know, uh flatten the curve practice social distancing, and all the other good stuff, and basketball will be back. Jeremy Lin actually posted after a 40-hour flight, uh, 40 hours of travel from the, his Bay Area home to China that he had touched down. He was absolutely excited about it on Twitter. As a matter of fact, there was a picture of him on the uh, Great Wall of China. I, uh, I'm sorry, I, I believe I probably cut off a little bit. It was a picture of him on the Great Wall of China uh, Jeremy Lin was out there. He was looking fabulous. I was absolutely excited about what I saw. I saw a person refreshed, ready to get back in the gym and start playing. But before they do so, just like every American that's coming into, the, into China to play sports and returning back in, he has to go or he has to undergo his 14 days of isolation and quarantine, making sure that he does not have the virus nor is the virus actually uh, growing or, uh, or secretly, you know, quiet within him. So this is something that we are actually, you know, really looking forward to and, and uh, really, looking, really looking at right now. So congratulations, Jeremy Lin. Congratulations, Lance Stevenson. Welcome back. Get ready to start playing some basketball, putting up those shots. You're going to be quarantined for two weeks while you get back into the game, but, you know, I know that you'll be happy about it. We're here in quarantine, too, so we're, we, we're all in this together. Basketball's one family, you know? Now, I have a new segment. This segment here. I want to talk about this segment because this gives us a little reminder. Reminder that, yes, even though live basketball is not taking place, we actually have a bank of so much great basketball for us to watch and for us to enjoy that we should be taking advantage of it. So I call this This Day in Basketball History. Yes, we are actually recording this show today, March uh, 21st, 2020. And I want to go ahead and bring up on March 21st, 2014, Kevin Durant, Actually, at that time of the Oklahoma City Thunder, dropped 51 
points and 12 assists on the Toronto Raptors. And he did not just do it in any fashion. It was in a double overtime fashion. A game I'm talking for the ages. Let me tell you why this game was played in such a high level, in such a high fashion. Because at that time, Kevin Durant's sidekick was Brody. Yep, you guessed it right, Russell Westbrook. But he went out early in the second half with a knee injury. And they, at that point, Toronto felt like they had the game. Toronto, uh, Oklahoma City was already down. Russell Westbrook was out. It was like the wind was taking out their sails. But they forgot there was a guy named the Sniper. Yes, easy money sniper. And I, I could tell you it was easy, even though Toronto tried to make sure that it did not look that way. Going back and forth trading, trading buckets with Kyle Lowry, you know, they pretty much kept them in there. You know, after a miss late in the game by Kevin Durant, Serge Ibaka rebounds, falling back, drops it back to um, Karan Butler, who passed it to Kevin Durant, open for the three, and bringing them into that first overtime. You thought that was amazing? It got better. Finally, in the second overtime, after going back and forth, off of an inbound play with seven seconds left to go, they inbounded to Kevin Durant, who fumbled the pass, by the way, but had the presence of mind, even fumbling the pass, going back towards half court to turn around, take a step in, which was pretty much basically the length from my living room to the kitchen, and he just shot it. It went swish. Game was over after three overtimes, 119 to 118. It was absolutely amazing. This day in basketball history, 51 and 12. Shout out to my guy, KD, Easy Money Sniper, the killer from Texas who did his thing. And back then, I remember back then in 2014, this was when we were getting the, uh, we were just starting to get the new Kevin Durant, the one that stopped really caring what the media was saying and what people were doing and talking about him and considering him soft and everything. So we were just starting to get the Kevin Durant that we got now. So I'm glad he was there. So we are back to that segment. Yes. And I'm a, I told you I'm going to keep bringing it to you because I like to bring you heat. My favorite segment, your favorite segment. Guess what? It's time for Let's Kick It. Let's kick it. Come on, y'all. Let's kick it. All right. Yes, yes, yes. We're, let's kick it. I'm going to be talking about some heat. First of all, this episode of Let's this episode of uh, Ball Court with featuring Let's Kick It is talking about the stuff that is actually moving with me today and what's going on right now. As anybody who's ever listened to the segment of Let's Kick It or listened to our show, I definitely hope y'all out there listening to the show because we're probably going to bring you a quarantine version of Let's Kick It. So keep on listening, please. So, like I was saying, Anybody listening to the show, they know me. There's two shoes that I will always rep. So this time, this episode of Ball Court, I'm repping both of those shoes. First is the Air Jordan 1's Retro High Zoom. Woo! And the reason why I'm liking them right now is because when I saw them, they immediately brought me to a conversation that me and my daughter was having. Actually, me and my daughters were having. My oldest daughter and my middle daughter, if you've watched my show, they've both been on my show. Yep. Yep. The, the shooter, the one that plays ball, the real older one, she's, she's been on my show. And she's also a slight bit of a sneakerhead herself. Not to mention her little sister, the middle child, she's a sneakerhead. 
You seen her on the show when she was talking about her her Jordan one. So needless to say, we were going out. We decided, okay, we're a little bit hungry. We're gonna hit up a drive-through. And due to the fact of the quarantine, we don't want to be up on anybody, but we're just gonna grab a drive-through real quick. Now here in Vegas, this time of year, allergy season is crazy, so there's pollen everywhere. You can see like a green film all over every car. I saw this, I saw like a puddle of pollen. And at first, my wife looks over and says, my God, that's disgusting. And me and my daughter's like, yeah, but it would be a great dip for a sneaker. And, I, and then we said an Air Force One. And then it was like all three of us had an image at the same time and said, no, 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 Jordan 1s. And that is exactly how this Jordan 1 retro high zoom looks. It looks like it was dipped right in pollen. And it looked like a custom, it looked like a custom design to it. The green on it makes it absolutely fabulous. It makes it a style that you can wear with just about anything because your goal is to make sure that it pops. You're not looking to match it with anything. You're looking to make sure it stands alone and everybody looks down at your feet and say, ooh, and in a nice, polite way say, what are those? So the next one we're going to talk about is the LeBron Witness 4. The reason I love these LeBron Witness 4s was because these, without the straps, they were one of the more comfortable and one of the more supportive LeBron Witnesses that came out. That's why I dug them. But they're actually being re-released with the classic red look, the black and red. Woo! These look absolutely amazing, super clean. If you remember the 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 reign of the 2013 LeBron in Miami. This right here brings you back when you look at these sneakers. This takes you back to the old Miami jersey. You feel like you should be wearing the black jersey with a six on it, with the red. These are absolute fire. I would wear them on the court, off the court, anytime. Shorts, sneak, shorts, pants, chinos. It doesn't absolutely matter. These are fire. These are absolute fire so if you have an opportunity to go out and you have a hundred bucks i suggest you grab yourself a pair of those classic breads or you could just order them online and get them sent to the house we're practicing social distancing here all right but i want to thank everybody for listening chilling with me for this moment before i get to all my thanks i got one thanks i gotta give a shout out to right now in these hard times I understand that we definitely got to make sure that our finances are correct. Check out my guys from cashtochecking.com slash drill. Cash to Checking is one of the nation's leading finance companies, providing up to $400,000 in unsecured funding for business or personal use. We have relationships with over 250 lenders nationwide. Through the use of our proprietary software, we are able to secure over 80% more funding for our clients. We help clients obtain funding for real estate investment, business startups, down payment assistance, working capital, medical, legal, education, funeral expenses, and more. That was cashyourchecking.com slash drill. Yes, when you're tired of living dead dreams and want to start building your own, go to cashyourchecking.com slash drill. Especially during these times, we got to make sure that we are planting the seeds to build the future that we are looking for. My name is Coach Drew. This has been Ball Court. I want to thank everybody over at CWN Sports. 
my uh, production team for setting up a remote way that we could bring this to you. And we're going to keep on trying to bring you more and more content each and every week. I want to go ahead and give a shout out to Malik and the Blitz. I'm hoping family and friends and everybody over there is doing their thing. They're locked down and they're safe. And we're going to keep on bringing content. I know the Sean Harvey show, they, man, that morning show, they keep on giving it to you. And y'all keep on loving it. I'm liking what I'm hearing. I may not sometimes get up to actually listen to it live, but I make sure I listen to that replay. I'm telling you, this is an absolute hot one, and I want each and every one to get up, you know? And also, also, before I let y'all go, I have to make sure that you are catching up on all your episodes of Let's Kick It. Yes, if you haven't gone to radio.com and catch up on your back episodes, I suggest you do so. You can catch up on the episodes of Ball Court 2, just so you know what I'm talking about when I say about I'm about them LeBrons, y'all. Come on, for real. Go ahead and check out the old episodes of The Blitz. There's one on there where me and him is going back and forth about the Sixers. Me and Malik was killing it. Check out our old episodes of everything. Catch up. This is your time to binge. Lay back. Let Radio.com be your friend. We're going to take your mind off of things. Right here at Ball Court. I'm Kodro. This is the world of basketball, and I'm going to keep on bringing you that fresh content. Have a great one. Thank you for listening to Ball Court with Coach Drew. World of basketball. Now go hit the showers. This is a CWN Sports Network presentation.